But everyone likes some kind of music. Whether it's reggae, heavy metal, classical music, or any other style, we all have some form of music, whether it's a little or a lot that plays a part of our lives. Can you imagine what life would be like without music? Think about it for a moment. No song humming through your head after hearing it at church. No MTV, no CDs, no iPods, no bands, no concerts. Radio, limited only to stations airing the news, weather, and road conditions. A bell would only be used to get people's attention or to announce, come and get it at supper time. Otherwise, it would have no other purpose. Brides marching down the aisle in silence. Our voices would not need a variety of tones. We'd all talk in a monotonous way like a robot. Hand clapping, only as a sign of welcome or approval. Or maybe, if you're that fancy, to turn on a lamp. Not to express joy in a song. Can you imagine worship without music? I guess we could all still read the scripture lessons, read the Psalms responsively. We could pray, we could still have sermons, benedictions, but without music, it just wouldn't be the same. Music tremendously enriches our worship, tremendously enriches our lives. God created us in his own image. That means, among other things, he's given us the ability to create. And composing and leading music and singing a song are expressions of this creative ability that we have been blessed with. And music is a very important part of our lives because it can express every human situation. Great joy and celebration, national pride. Just think of Sia Khaleesi as he stands on the field singing that national anthem before a springback game. Music can be an expression of love, can provide comfort in times of sorrow, or encouragement in times of distress. There are children's songs, humorous songs. There is music that can bring you to ecstasy. Your spirit can soar with sounds of great symphonies, or you can pour out your soul in singing the blues. Styles vary, but the appreciation of music is universal. Music is God's own invention, and one of the greatest gifts that our Heavenly Father bestowed upon us. And God, being a fan of diversity, gave us the ability to enjoy music in a variety of forms, produced by a variety of instruments, from philharmonic orchestras to bluegrass fiddlers, from a harp to the bagpipes. And God loves it all. Just think about the pride and inner joy of parents whose children play a musical piece well, whether as a solo or as part of a band. Well, I hope my folks had some pride and inner joy when they saw me play, seeing as I have had such an affinity for music, even from a young age. And with it being Mother's Day, I thought it only fair, and our mom's in the room, so I've got to be tactful here, that I show off a photo from my mom's brag book of photos. And it's actually the photo that led me to the song that forms the basis for the sermon in our God in the Music series today. How's that for a roundabout way of getting to a message? Okay, Carl, is it loading? 
Now, this photo clearly shows my flair for the dramatic, and if you didn't get that from the video earlier in the week, you're going to see my flair for the dramatic now. And my desire to be a musical prodigy from a very young age. I have had to edit it slightly because for some reason, parents like to take photos of their children while they are at their most comfortable. And you will see in a couple of seconds clearly how I was at my most comfortable. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Carl, is it, is it loading, Carl? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Um, it's a guitar. <laughs> it only took me another 12 years to actually learn to play the guitar, even though I think that's actually a little bit of a ukulele there. But as I said, the photo actually reminded me of a well-known South African artist in one of their viral videos. And I'm taking huge liberties here when I say that, okay? So just bear with me. But can anyone guess who I'm talking about? Here's a clue. They aren't female. They aren't female. Dun, 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 dun. Shout it out. Johnny Clegg, no. Where's Laugh? They're not South African. Go, Dad. Shall I just play you the video I'm talking about? Okay. Kill the lights. Cue the video.
can't help but feel happy after watching that, can't you? So I'd like to give you some background info to that song. It's written by Jermaine Edwards, who's a gospel reggae artist. He wrote the song in 2014, almost 10 years before it became a viral hit. Not for him. And he wrote it as a song to be grateful to God for everything, using 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, as his inspiration. Then, a teacher filmed a young Jamaican boy, a 10-year-old young Jamaican boy, Rushon Evers, singing it. And that's that young guy we hear singing in the video. He's now 17. He now has a Sony Music UK recording contract, and he is receiving royalties for Beautiful Day already. It's incredible. And then we come to David Scott, commonly known to South Africans as the Kifness, who takes pleasure in remixing different videos and making them his own. And that's the song we watched this morning. But I just love the words of the song. And it's really a great reminder to all of us about how we should choose to live our everyday lives with an attitude of thanksgiving. Sometimes life is good, and then trouble comes my way. But whatever happens, Lord, I thank you for this day. And when I'm feeling lonely, or when I'm feeling troubled, I lift my hands and pray that you will be done in the rain or sun. It's a beautiful day. Lord, I thank you for sunshine. I thank you for rain. I thank you for joy. I thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. It sounds like something one of the psalmists could have written. And we all know the book of Psalms is a collection of songs used in worship. Most of them were written by David. They were psalms to fit every situation in people's lives. Psalms of praise, psalms of thanksgiving, psalms used at the coronations of kings. Psalms of lament, individual or national. Psalms teaching wisdom, psalms of encouragement, psalms that witness to God's glory. And Psalm 106 is a reminder that we need to praise God always and in everything give thanks. So let's read Psalm 106 verses 1 to 5 and verses 47 and 48. Praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Who can proclaim the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare his praise? Blessed are those who act justly, who always do what is right. Remember me, Lord, when you show favor to your people. Come to my aid when you save them, that I may enjoy the prosperity of your chosen ones, that I may share in the joy of your nation and join your inheritance in giving praise. Save us, Lord our God, and gather us from the nations, that we may give thanks to your holy name and glory in your praise. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Halal Yah. Halal Yah. Aren't those beautiful words? And from those words, we get the word Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Halal to shine God's favor, to flash forth light to praise, to be boastful. And we shine with God's favor and flash forth praise to him 
because his light has come into our darkened lives. Now, I have to tell you, there is good boasting. I know we were told growing up, it's not good to boast. But we can boast about him with a capital H, to him, and to what he has done in our lives. In 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, God said to Paul, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And Paul replies, Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Galatians 6.14, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. We can boast just in the right things. And if we carry on with Psalm 106, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Why do we need to do that? For he is good. His mercy endures forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can declare all his praise? Give thanks is actually a command in Hebrew. It's not an option. But not everyone is capable of actually giving thanks. The word is yada and comes in different aspects. Throw, shoot, give thanks, confess the name of the Lord, confess sin. And all these biblical terms associated with blessing, with praise, with being thankful, with giving thanksgiving, confessing, are given by David. David was a man after God's own heart. But David asks an important question. Who can speak of or express the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can declare all his praise? He himself must have struggled with the question. Who can praise? And the only time you can thank or praise or bless another is if someone greater than you has a blessing to give. And if that someone has actually given a blessing to you and you've actually received it. And in verse 3, David responds, Blessed are those who keep justice and he who does righteousness at all times. Now that answer would eliminate anyone ever born in this world from giving true thanksgiving to God because everyone has sinned and fallen short of God's perfection. But praise be to God, it doesn't do that. David's petition, Remember me, O Lord, with the favor you have toward your people. Visit me with your salvation that I may see the benefit of your chosen ones, that I may rejoice in the gladness of your nation, that I may glory with your inheritance. It is God who blesses first. It is God who provides what you need to be saved and to believe. It is God who gives you the reason to be thankful, to praise him, to bless him, only because he's blessed us first. Colossians 3 verse 17 says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So remember, God works in this way. The word for giving thanks is Eucharistio, which means giving thanks, grateful, thankful. Giving thanks as a believer is grace-based. Living in God's grace is living a life that is grace-infused. We are able to always give thanks because we know that God's grace works well for our eternal gain and for his glory, both now and forever.
So to give thanks literally means that I am thankful for God's good grace to me. I have been blessed by God's grace, and I'm able and willing by His power to bless God, to praise God, and to shine that grace on others. Giving thanks to God is not adding something to our goodness. It's only allowing God's goodness to shine through us. Giving thanks to God is giving God what is due on account of his grace due to each one of us. John's testimony in John 1 verse 16 is beautiful. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. It's not only a wonderful personal testimony from John himself, but it is a blessed promise and reality that we also experience. We all are touched and receive God's grace in our lives. And even now, he is working in our lives to make us like him so that we might represent him to this world as people full of grace and truth and full of thanks to him. So to God be the eternal glory. I'm not going to close in prayer today. We're going to close in prayer. But we're going to use the words of that song. And I'd like you to join me as we pray. They're on the screen. Lord, I thank you for sunshine. I thank you for rain. I thank you for joy. I thank you for pain. It's a beautiful day. Sometimes life is good, but then trouble comes my way. But whatever happens, Lord, I thank you for this day. And when I'm feeling troubled, I lift my hands and pray that your will be done in the rain or sun. It's a beautiful day. Amen.